0: Podcast. I am your host, Alex Kessler, here with my co-host, Ben... Benjamin Bateman.
1: <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. <laughs> that we were having a very involved conversation about Star Wars. Best lightsaber battle, worst lightsaber battle. It was... It was intense. Uh, I was in the pre-show, but I'm, I'm happy to be here talking magic. I like our topic tonight a great deal. I'm very, very excited about it, actually. I think uh, it's going to be a really fun one. Um, so yeah, that's what, that's what we're here to do, guys. We're here to talk to you about MTG and the modern format specifically.
0: Before we jump into the next bit, uh, make sure, uh please, uh below there's a link. It's to TCGplayer.com. There's a little bitly explains what's going on. If you click on that link, uh TCG remembers that you came there from us, and that makes it so if you buy cards in TCG Player, which is a great place to buy magic cards, uh, that's generally where I do all my purchasing, uh, if I'm not going to a local game star. Uh and they have a super wide selection because it's a bunch of different things from a different marketplace. So they're never sold out on cards that you might need. Um, and if you click on that link, it'll just remember that you came from us. It'll be like, oh, these guys came from the Cast, And we'll get some amount of financial return for that, which helps us keep this podcast alive and growing. Uh, yeah, so um, to to kind of set up what we are talking about, uh, we're talking about the ban list. Over the last couple of weeks, we have had a few conversations on do any cards need to be banned? And with the and last week, we had a really great episode. If you haven't watched it yet, definitely recommend it. We talk about um, just like what the last two years have meant to modern, how they've affected modern, um, and in that we've always – we we also include conversations about do cards need to be banned. We kind of got to the point of like at the moment, not really, um, but uh, a big question that we uh, – like I had afterwards and, and I've been seeing on the internet also recently as well is if – Modern has had this many powerful cards introduced over the last two years. And if there aren't cards that need to be banned, are there good options for unbanning? And I think there's like a very interesting conversation about what is the ban list doing for modern? What was it originally meant to do? Uh, what's its purpose moving forward? And even kind of conversations about no ban list, modern, et cetera. So, so today we're talking about the ban list. Before we jump into that. Uh, we're going to ask you to make sure to check out our patron patron.com slash It is how this stuff happens. Check it out. We're doing modern content. The more people that donate there, the more co- modern content we're going to do, the less we'll start talking about Highlander roulette. I'll do, if we, if we get no patrons this week, next week, we're talking about Highlander roulette, keeping this podcast hostage. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, beyond that, uh, Another way to make that happen is is Ben does have to cry on TikTok. He, he promised he would do that uh, because we hit uh, over 100 likes in last week's video. And this week, um, we're going to play a little game. You are going to have to tell me which card, and you're going to have to comment it below, which card has the highest number written on it. Uh, this is a p- trivia piece of question. And if you get it wrong, you're going to have to hit that like button. Now, Ben, do any you, just just a card that has the highest number on it, highest printed number on a single card. No X X mana spells don't count. It's a single number. Highest printed value.
1: Not on the casting cost necessarily It could be in this flavor text anywhere. Flavor text, casting cost,
0: uh, rules, text, name of the card creature, you know, the type line. Infinity doesn't I, count either. That's not a number.
1: I I feel like I might know this, but I'm not going to try to answer on air because oh, no, you're you supposed
0: know. to you're sp- you know you know answer. We're we're telling people if they're right or wrong. They've already hopefully no. commented below what they think the answer is, and I'm I'm looking it up now to confirm. There we go. I do have it. All right. Are you are you ready to give your answer? Oh
1: man, I I like I can like see in my mind what my guess is, but I can't get to the name. The same um, number is
0: used. In, in the flavor text and somewhere else on the card it shows up twice was- i
1: like there's like a number in my head that i can see it's on a card it's like a hundred thousand or like a million or like a hundred ten thousand. It's not the white card the 10,000 hands or whatever. No, it's, it's, the, it's like a blue card, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like blue. It's like a, something arrows, 10,000 arrows,
0: 100,000 arrows. Yep. It is borrowing 100,000 arrows from Portal Three Kingdoms. Uh, it's two and a blue wow. for each tapped creature your opponent has in play. You draw a card. And now that means for all the people that got it wrong, if you got it, like if you feel like it, uh, you're going to have to tap that like button. Thank you so much. And uh, make sure to check out Ben's TikTok. He's crying on it. Uh, he's going to do some some <laughs> tears. He's going to watch the opening from up. Um, that'll kill me every time. every time. Are you
1: impressed that I, are you impressed that I almost got that, but yeah. I was that I'm less close?
0: impressed because this was an answer to one of our trivia questions we did during our Vegas trivia show. So I was expecting you to know the answer already. All right. So, um, that, that is, that is it. So the first thing we're going to talk about today is, do you want to talk about no ban list, Modern? Because I, I kind of want to get that out of the way. Because I have a lot of thoughts yeah, I mean, on I,
1: it. I, I, think it's, I think it's a good conversation for us to start with. So I'm looking at the ban list here. I have it in front of me. So I'm just just going through the list. We're going to talk about stuff that we think could come off the list at some point tonight. But looking at the list right now, stuff that I look at this and I go, this is unfair, right? Like, this would ruin the format. I know this wouldn't be good for Modern. You have the list in front of you? I'm going yeah. to throw a card at you. You tell me if you think this is right or wrong, okay? Sure. I believe because that treasure cruise would be bad for modern. I think that that would, that would make modern unfun and move it in a bad direction. Okay, great.
0: What do you got? So, so I don't want, I don't want to play, but before playing that game in t- or you want to play a game. All right. A mental messed up is my number one pick for a card. That is a terrible idea to unban. And it's yeah, like, it just there, by
1: itself, the reason it shouldn't happen because there's not that many. I think we might have three each, honestly, like there's not that many that I think are truly just like this can't be unbanned.
0: Sure. Uh,
1: I'm with you on that. I think skull clamp will be an issue.
0: Yeah. Easy. I think it's fair to say. I think there's yep. more than just six. Uh, uh. I think. I think. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be. This is maybe a little controversial because I have. I have some easier ones, but top.
1: I don't just because the t- the timing perspective
0: for tournaments, you just feel like it just would be bad, like they said in the first place. Two things. I think. I think second sunrise is that right? Like, if if there's never a modern GP ever again, then you can unban on on a uh, 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 second sunrise. Top. I think top is too okay. good. I think top plus counterbalance is too strong, plus okay. yeah. the extra problem of of it making tournament play un- untenable.
1: I think it's fair. Um, interestingly enough a couple of these cards i'm gonna admit because some of these are more recent bands i just don't think that they were as well bad so, as- so so before doing this because I, I like i could
0: list off really quick every card that i think should never be on ban because i think there's a lot of them uh okay it's more it's more conversation about a, a, a no ban list modern that i want to have that's pointing at pioneer as why it would be a terrible idea because people they, they first off they've run tournaments and for the most part when you let all of these out together there's a few cards that are problematic mental misstep is one of the big ones to me um it just makes a toxic format and we can talk about that in a second. But um, more importantly, it would start the process of having to ban cards again. And if Pioneer's launch taught us anything, that process is miserable. And it's miserable. It was miserable in Pioneer where decks were under $1,000. Imagine that happening to Modern where decks are generally su- pu- you know, plus $2,000. You make the format basically unaccessible until Wizards announced the ban list is back to being a functional ban list, which I think is a very big net negative to the format. I don't, like, because there's obvious cards here that need to get banned. If you do a no ban list moment, those tournaments have happened and there's obvious cards that, like, are problematic and they're generally low EV, so you don't have pro players playing those really either. So
1: even then you have the problem of, like, not breaking the format the way a regular modern one is. I got so here. here's my comment for you, because I think a lot of the stuff on this list that I'm looking at that I'm on the fence about, it's more recent stuff, It's stuff that was banned in the last two years. So if we throw out anything on this list that was banned in the last two years, which feels like it was a ban of necessity for the most part. Is there anything on here from the old days that we didn't mention that you think is a guarantee cannot come off? I think I think Misstep is a great one. I think that makes a lot of sense. I, I can I, I think... can go
0: through the list right now and say every card I think should never be unbanned. Uh, Chromox, Cloudpost, Dark Deaths, Deathrite Shaman, Dig, uh, Dread Return, Eye of Ugin, Field of the Dead, which you mentioned, Gitaxian Probe, Glimpse of Nature, Gagari Grave Troll, uh, Hogak, um, Hypergenesis, Mental Misstep... Mycosynth Lattice, Mystic Sanctuary, Oko, King of Crowns, Once Upon a Time, Either Pondor or Preordain. Um Seed of Sign not Seed of Sin- Not, Second Sunrise, uh, Sensei's Divining Top, Skull Clamp, Tybalt's Trickery, Treasure Cruise, GT. I'm on the edge on GT.
1: No, well, is fine. That, that, at this point, the And I think, is so I, think
0: ast- I think Uro needs to stay banned in a world that we exist in but could be unbanned if all of every one of these cards gets unbanned right like not the ones i listed I but yeah in, like
1: in, in, yeah in full in full uh uh no bandless modern eros fine because there's so many powerful things but that starts to make our format feel really truly a lot like legacy honestly like and in some of those cards are in legacy
0: still right like
1: yeah i mean i think I, I don't think i completely agree with every card you mentioned i think most of the cards you mentioned I agree with. There's a few of them probably that I'm a little more like, I don't know. Modern's pretty good now. What card, what
0: card that I mentioned would you unban? Uh,
1: like, like there's a part, there's like a part of me that's just like, yeah.
0: like, 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 like some well, of them are weird. Like glimpse of nature maybe is okay, but the problem with glimpse of nature is it actually has top problems as well, or it has second sunrise problems. When elves has glimpse of nature, they become a, I play 30 spells in a turn and then if you have a board wipe, which boards will start playing because elves exists at that level, then they just restart their turn, right? Like, yeah. I remember miracles I, elves mirrors in my Ma- legacy, glimpse, and it was miserable.
1: <laughs> glimpse to me was like right on the right on the edge. Um, there's a part of me that thinks dread return is less is less of a problem now than I would have thought previously. I, I could see it being a huge issue, but there's so much efficient removal for graveyards. I mean, now with like endurance, just there's just a lot of ways to deal with graveyard decks. I'm not totally sure if that card qualifies as like. Do you
0: impressive? think modern can handle a turn zero Sire of Insanity?
1: Uh, probably not. I mean, there's just like a lot of thing like things. Uh, yeah, I, I get you. I, I understand, your point. Right, I understand like... <laughs> your point. I agree with most of it. I think. Yeah, I think Chrome mocked cloud post. I think probably there's an argument to say that maybe possibly ponder or preordain like if preordain was to come off the list like i don't think both can come off
0: but i think one yeah. of them
1: can right like I, yeah. I like we're gonna get
0: into which one of those two i think both of them at once creates too much redundancy for that effect one of them is i think fine I, and i would argue that they should unban preordain i think preordain would yeah. be great to unban
1: um but I mean, we're, we're kind of we're kind of starting to get into the conversation that we're about to have but i, I think the only other one on here that i think i would mention is you mentioned both in fact, in a row, Mystic Sanctuary, Oko, and Once Upon a Time. They're all recent bans. And I, I guess probably it's correct they all stay banned. They all did different horrible things to the format. But there's also a part of me that feels like
0: Oko is banned in all... every format.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean o- Oko is exceptionally good. I was I was kind of more focusing on Once Upon a Time, Mystic Sanctuary. I guess <laughs> there's a part of me that looks at those two cards and goes they both feel like they were reactive bands at a moment when people were not exactly thrilled with modern and they were trying to figure out a way to make the, the format fun again. And now that we've seen horizons, like I feel like there are so many cool cards and there's so much powerful stuff we didn't have before. It makes me wonder. I mean, but that,
0: cryptic command decks are still seeing play in modern, right? And so Mystic Sanctuary cryptic commands X is still a toxic play pattern like you just go yeah. infinite and ran in six right like that's still happening once upon a time i think it's just it's a free it's a it's a free land it's like a yeah. it's like a yeah I, th- I think i think there's a reason those were banned like those were banned within the period of the power level that we're talking about right like i i think like when we talk about cards that could be unbanned there's a lot on this list that we'll get to like and and Golgari grave tools another one i mentioned like I think it's just above the line, of, but we've already unbanned it, and it was problematic, and it's not gotten better. I guess Faith this Looting yeah. is gone, but it's not like Dredge is any worse, and we're getting a new opt that mills. <laughs> I think we're okay.
1: I- I'm with you. I don't think I have a strong, or really a strong argument for any of those cards coming off the list, but I, I know th- our initial conversation was just you know, the most powerful stuff, the stuff that is in no in no bandless modern, like what, what is on that list? The other conversation that we wanted to have, well, I, about
0: I want to, I want to finish on no bandless modern. Cause we did get a little, and and I do want to kind of like a impress, like, cause, cause I promise you, we're going to get comments on no bandless modern. Every time I bring up, I literally have tweets from earlier today when I brought up what we were talking about saying unban everything, literally every single conversation I've ever had on this. That's a comment that we get. <laughs> and I want to kind of impress. if, A total no ban list exists. We would move into the Pioneer model. Pioneer was launched with that model. And I would attest that two of the main reasons that that format failed was that model. Was the let's unban everything and let's just see what doesn't work as it moves forward. And we'll ban cards every week to see until we get to a format that's healthy. And I think that process specifically ruined the format with COVID-19 doing a big hammer into in, 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 into the tombstone. But I, I already think by the point that that happened, it was a format that was struggling to survive and that, that didn't help. And that banning process was part of the problem. Even to the point that like uh, uh, Inverter got to hang around for as long as it did, I think that was a response to the fatigue of the bannings that were happening for that format. And I don't think that works in modern. I think that is a net negative I think that kills the format to be honest um, versus I'm banning. slowly.
1: I think also if you go back and you look at the history of eternal formats, it's weird because when modern happened, it felt like even reflective of the name. It was a new idea. It was an idea we hadn't seen before. And it was this, uh, it was the idea of, well, you have all these modern, you know, no uh, relationship to the, the phrase, but all of these sort of more current cards that reflect the last stage of magic. And, you know, legacy happened sort of by accident, right? It was just people that had older cards and they wanted to play powerful older things and it wasn't extended. It wasn't standard. So legacy was legacy because vintage had all like the Lotus and all that stuff. And so I think modern now has been around for such a long time. We almost take for granted the fact that modern worked with the list they came up with mostly when they launched it, Mm -hmm. right? Like they had an idea, they designed it slowly, but surely over the years, we've seen them augment the list. But Pioneer was what would have happened if they hadn't done that. I mean, very clearly, Pioneer was the idea. We're going to let it happen and figure it out. And it didn't work, as you mentioned, for exactly that same reason. They did such a good job in the first place with Modern that it was actually able to flourish as a format because it didn't have a lot of these oppressive cards when it started. And I think as much as we've tweaked that over the years, we have to be thankful that they did such a good job with it because it has made the format actually be successful. Right. It's existed for that reason.
0: Even even post-COVID, right? Like, it's been extremely successful. And I think, like, looking at how this format was more cultivated, even in the beginning of it, people were wary of bands, right? Like, there was a period after the first Pro Tour, the format was created, Pro Tour, and then for, like, six months after that, there was just enough bands that people were like really tentative about joining it and doing that whole admitting and i think you know wizards listened to that comment right i'm not wrong that people bring that up regularly and wizards heard that and was like oh we're starting a new format let's try that way enough people are asking for us to do a no bandless modern let's do no bandless pioneer and see what we can do with it and in some ways it was beneficial right like the like uh, to to give some points to it like everyone going into the format thought that the energy deck was going to be too good and need uh need uh, what's it called to be banned out of the gate and it didn't need to be um that being said a bunch of other cards needed to be banned and it was surprising which ones worked but and didn't but i, I think it's just a mistake to like really look at that as a process now as you wanted to go into let's let's start talking about some of the different different cards available
1: I want to add to that point you're making a second ago really quickly. Sure. I think the reason that that doesn't work and I think something that look anybody who's listening to this show has played magic before probably and you guys like to play magic and you like to win and we, we played in a game of uh, of uh, commander the other night and we had a really really interesting deck that was looping two creatures. It was like uh, getting tons of value and yeah, it, was on it had Hoffrey, Hoffrey and the moth son oh, whatever moth mothra literally. Yeah and it was and it was looping the creatures right and we were on spell table so obviously there was a lot of like writing creature names down and stuff like that but like as i was watching i was like wow like this is a really interesting combination of cards that if i came up with this i would be convinced this was the coolest thing i'd ever come up with because like that's amazing like you, you you're reactive to everything we're doing however i also thought the person playing this deck probably thinks that same thing i would think which is this is the most fun coolest deck ever whereas like the other people probably it's a little more obnoxious to play against something that feels like such a brick wall and that's the same conversation for any format that does not have a distinct ban list because winning is fun Mm -hmm. we all like to win every single one of you me alex if you have a cool thing that you're allowed to do and you're allowed to do it it's super fun to win sure you're never going to be like oh this is unfair you're gonna be like this is totally fair because i'm winning over and over again and the more prominent that deck becomes the more players play it the worse the format gets Because everybody likes to win, nobody's ever going to admit that their deck is unfair if they're winning. So, I think to that end, the conversation about like no ban list Pioneer or even to that end, no ban list Modern, it's one that we have to take some responsibility for the fact like it's not really our job to police any format because if you're winning, you're going to keep winning. You know, your your job is to play the cards you're given. It's not to say this is not an okay way for the game to work. I'm not going to play the best deck. I'll play something worse.
0: I don't know if I agree from at least the way I try and act as a as a host of it. Like, I will play with cards that I know need to be banned and be honest that I think they need to be banned, right? Like, I, I, like, will play with Blood Moon, even though I think that that card is unfun and bad for the player that you're playing against. But if it's, like, the right card for the deck I'm playing, I'll play it. Like, Modern is cutthroat, but you can do... Like, if I was to enter a tournament in Hogok Summer or or... Eldraine winter or, or Oco winter or Oco fall <laughs> uh, or Eldrazi winter. Like I would bring, uh, I would play those cards, right? Like I, I would have recognized like, Oh, there's no way for me to play in modern with Oco legal without playing Oko, or there's no way for me to play in modern with companions legal and not have companions. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, I think like there's ways you can admit this is a problem. and needs to go while also taking advantage of it. Um, and then I, I, I also agree I that there is bias there, right? Yeah, like I don't want faithless looting might have been a good thing to be banned. I really like even faithless though you looting loved it, and I love it. I
1: don't think I, when I say that, I don't mean that like anybody's going to be like, "Oh, you say my deck's unfair, you're wrong," right? Sure. I mean, I've never felt that way about any unfair card I have ever played. I think my point is that you won't take any action or play differently if you're allowed to play it in a competitive format. The point is like. That That's why the whole conversation about this is like you have to look at it from two perspectives. There's the world we live in, and then there's the world we could live in. And so we have been having a conversation right now, I guess, about the world we have lived in. And the conversation we're about to have is about what would happen if X card came off. Is it OK? Is it allowed? And I think that's the conversation, especially as our episode last week talked about. So much of modern is influenced by the last 18 months. We're in a very different place than we were when a lot of these cards were put on a ban list.
0: Yeah, so, so, so the reason we don't have this conversation today is that, yeah, as you said last week, you know, so much of the last two years has totally changed the face of modern, including unbanning Stoneforge Mystic, right? Like that also happened in the interim, not to mention all the cards that were banned, all the cards that were unbanned. All the new cards that came out, not all the cards that aren't banned, the one card, all the the new powerful cards that come out. Rules changes in regards to how companions work. It's been a big time. And since then, it's interesting to see what cards uh, are, you know, still worth being on the ban list. I kind of just want to go through the ban list entirely. I don't think like some of the stuff we've already talked about, some stuff is going to be really easy. Some of the stuff just was banned. So it feels like a little bit redundant. I will say this is a little bit based on a TikTok series I've been doing. And I've, I'm have i currently at 26 of these cards in on minute long. I've been able to do all those in a minute. <laughs> so we should be able to do this quickly. Um, 26 long uh, series of going over each card on the ban list individually and talking about why it got banned and the history behind its banning. So definitely recommend checking that out. It's a little bit more uh, specific and in depth about like the history of these cards being banned. But today we're talking about do they deserve to be unbanned? Is it something worth doing? And we are going to start at ancient den uh and and think with ancient den i kind of want to talk about
1: all of the artifact lands the whole cycle yeah the whole cycle so, I, it feels to me like when i used to think about the artifact lands as a problem um a lot of that's changed i i do think there's risk to having this many artifact lands available to decks that want to take advantage especially with cards like thought monitor or i guess opal is banned these days but like there there is definitely still artifact synergy that's very prominent and so it makes me a little nervous that you could play with this many artifact lands. On the other hand, they haven't pushed things in the thought monitor direction as hard as some other areas. I think because probably they know the the inherent risk that goes with it, right? That's been a problem in the past. So I don't actually know if I think that these being illegal would like wreck the format. I guess the one thought there is deal because none of these none of these five are are problematic on their own it's just redundancy it's just the ability to play m- more of them
0: um yes and no i think the blue and the red one would be problem. I, like I, I i i almost lean towards the conversation of like unbanning them slowly like i, I often people talk about of a whole cycle unban all of them but i think urza i think urza is the problem If I'm just going to point out a card that I think is the problem, it's Urza. I also think the synergy with Oval Chase Daredevil would be problematic. Uh, Just the ability to like as another way. Now, normally it's fine, but if you like discard it and something happens or you have an extra in your graveyard, you can use a land to get it back. That's less good because it's already just like very powerful in what it's doing. But I do think the blue ones, I think like and and you are right here to some extent. It is quantity like Urza's interaction in the quantity of artifacts. I think it would be interesting to unban the green and the white one. Uh,
1: I, like, I I, I understand your point, what you're making, which is that, like, basically the convenience of, of having an artifact land that also gets you the color you need is different than Darksteel Citadel that has been legal forever. And so once you start to lean into, like, Urza's colors, it gets a little bit more difficult. It makes your decks just a little more consistent. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would probably, like, if, if, if the scale is that, you know, 10 is the most broken, insane, best thing ever, Five is dead average and zero is just like, why are we even like it shouldn't be on this list? I would say the artifact lands that are not blue or red probably exist somewhere right around six. Sure. Like just above average in terms of difficulty. And I would say probably the blue and the red are more like eights. They're like right in the like this is very good. I don't think this is nine or ten territory, but it's probably like this is a real concern. Right. You're you're using the uh
0: the grading scale, not the Ben Bateman movie scale.
1: Uh, no, it's kind of it's, it's the movie skill, okay. which is 10 is the best movie I've ever seen. And that some most years don't have one. Five is the most average so what, ever. What number zero, do you
0: need to be banned? A seven?
1: I think to stay banned, guaranteed to stay banned, guaranteed on this list, because we're only talking about banned cards, your nines and tens. Eights to me are like, oh, probably they should be banned. I would have the seven opposite reaction. Like, If we're only talking about banned cards,
0: then I think anything over a six should be banned.
1: Five is an average ban, right? Five is like...
0: So, so you're, are you saying 80% of the ban list needs to be unbanned? That's no, crazy.
1: No, I'm saying the higher number is is guaranteed stay banned. If you're giving me a five, five to me is a toss-up, right? Five to me is like, yeah. you could give a strong point, and I could take it. I could also just as easily leave it. Six is more likely should stay banned. Seven is like, that should pretty much be banned. And Eight to me is like, we don't... You'd have to make a strong case for it to not be banned if it was an eight. Nine should be banned. Ten should definitely be. Banned. Okay,
0: I think my scale is a little shorter. I think then I would put it at seven. Okay, putting putting a ground line. Okay, that makes sense. And like one and twos are just unban it. Threes
1: and fours are probably unban it. And okay, be that many ones through fours on this list, right? Like they're they're gonna be a lot less likely just because. Well, that's that's why average go. doesn't work for a five, right? I'm just saying, like, we're not, we're not, the the, the scale does not exist in the vacuum of the list. The scale exists in the difficulty of the card in the format. So, like, it should otherwise maybe, but, like, I just don't want to be recommending things get unbanned because they're on this list, right? Like, it should be more of the risk, the risk the card presents. Sure, at least that's this is in my yeah mind. yeah.
0: that's why i'm okay we don't have to argue about how you, <laughs> semantically about this because i think the way you're saying this is wrong but it's fine we all understand what you're saying now yeah as far as the artifact one th- one thing about the artifact lands, it was really interesting because cory Barkhart we had on years ago and he was like the ban list you could unban all the 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 artifact lands, even with mox opal in the format and it just makes affinity Like a little bit more explosive, but like way easier to murder with a Stony Silence, and that could happen with these with an Urza deck, right? Like it now makes that deck weaker to artifact hate because, or an Oof, right, or a Collector Oof, because just like your lands, most of almost none of your color producing lands now can tap for mana, so it like locks people out of the game more. So that that's one interesting feature to them is that they are actually very fragile. But it's yeah, it's it's a it's a hard one. I think the next let's get to the next card. Arkham's Astrolabe. I think you just keep this band.
1: Yeah, I think it was a recent enough card. Like that, it, the, the 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 problems that it presents are the same now that they were then. And the more cards you print, the better the format gets. A card like this just smooths out good decks. Think, so like it just gets better. I
0: think there's a conversation that happens that people forget about. And we'll, we're going to hit this a few times here. So I, I think worth getting it out now. And Deathrite Shaman will fall under this as well. A card that fixes your mana or fixes your consistency very early. That is not a dead card late is dangerous. And Arkham Blade Play made it way too easy to play as many cards as you would like. Making the deck extremely um, homogenized. Adding a layer to being good with artifact strategies and being a cantrip that you can blink and all those things made it too strong. And yeah, I think it I think it stays now. Here's the first card that I think a lot of people have as a six, maybe a seven. And that's Birthing Pod.
1: I mean, the thing about Birthing Pod that is interesting is that classically for Birthing Pod to be good, for it to be a very powerful card, you had to play Birthing Pod with mana creatures so that you could accelerate Birthing Pod coming out on turn two. Right. And you also had one drops. And then on top of that, the next turn you would often go off, right? Mana creatures right now are actually not in the higher ranks of played creatures in modern. Uh, we, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Birds of Paradise, Noble Hierarch, Ignoble Hierarch. These are not as much the face of modern like they were at one time. So uh, it's for many reasons, but...
0: Well, if we if, don't if count at, Raghavan as a mana creature.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess R- in a in a... Uh, Birthing Cloud deck's insane, but but either way, I I, I think when you say this is like a six or a seven, I think you're probably correct. I think the one the one piece of this is that stable decks that once they hit inevitability win are always good in modern if they're supported by good pieces. Like we've seen it for for years, (laughs) right? If they're playing a lot of good cards and they have an angle that they beat you with, but like the cards the deck is playing are good then thwarting that combo doesn't usually stop the deck. It just makes the deck slower. And we've gotten seven more years of great creatures at the highest possible level. Like, just, like, incredibly good cards. I mean, Raghavan's a great example, right? Like, it's a one-drop that accelerates you and draws you cards that is legendary, so you probably want to get it off the battlefield as fast as possible once you've used it so you can play the next one. Like, it's a good example of the the level that you're getting out of the different CMCs that makes me feel like probably birthing pod, it could work, but I could also so easily see it just being a huge problem. So yes, uh, yes and no. So so on one end, one thing
0: I want to say, and and this has a little bit bias, but also not like I think collectively people agree birthing pod decks are super fun. Like that, that's one yeah. thing that I think is, is, is to remember is like as far as we're going to go through these and I think that's one thing to keep in mind is like this wasn't too fast. This card was banned because it was the best deck or one of the best decks in a format that included delve cards like Treasure Cruise uh, and would have if not banned, stagnated the format because every pro that was going to the pro tour would have played just Birthing Pod decks because they knew that this plus Siege Rhino is too good. Do we live in a world where Siege Rhino and a Birthing Pod are too strong and modern? I don't think so. Do we have other creatures that are very powerful? Yes. Do the combos that are better now, that are creature combos, play better with Birthing Pod? And I think it's not true. I think that like... The fact that there's t- like Heliod Ballista are the best is a little bit weird for birthing pod decks because Ballista is a zero drop. You can't pod into Ballista. You have to go, you have to get a hero precinct or not hero, uh, uh, uh Eos Ranger Captain of Eos to get it, which is still good, right? Like that's what that's the line. You use Ranger Captain to get it. Um, I think. I think, I don't know, like, I think the play style is really fun. I think it's slower than the format doesn't have the ability to handle. And if it does have the ability to fight some of the faster decks, good.
1: <laughs> I think I think your point there is the strongest point you've made, which is that it's slower. It's slower than it used than, than it is now. Like, it's been a long time. This card was banned almost seven years ago. So a lot of things have happened in Magic since then. Um, I do think there are some things probably that have been printed since that will make a Birthing Pod deck, stronger, uh, and there are very, very powerful things, like Raghavan, like we mentioned, all the way down to, like, we have an Eternal Witness now that costs four. Like, there are just... And it's a good card on its own. Like, you could just sure. play that card as a one-of in your deck. Like, you have way more cards now that I think make the shell of a Birthing Pod deck even that much more resilient. But, that being said, if you wanted me to give you a number, with five being average and ten being an impossible unban i don't think this hits that eight territory i was talking about where it's like this is a real problem i think this stays lower i think it stays more like in the you're you're in the orange not red so i think you're kind of in that seven territory where i could see it happening and be okay
0: yeah this this is this is this might be one of the few cards on the list that i would be willing for a try period I would be down for them to say, you know what? Birthing pods unbanned for six months. And we're going to tell you what happens I mean, at the end of that. I you also
1: love this card. Well, so it's not surprising. Sh- sure. But
0: like, this is a really fun card. I don't know if it's too powerful, but it might be like, I'm fine if this, what happens to this card. And like, I'm fine if this is a policy for other cards. Like if we find other cards to do the trial run, like that's actually a cool idea that maybe we could do an entire section on is later at the end of the episode. But like, I think if they were upfront about it, we're like, we're going to unbend Birthing pod for six months. We want to see what happens. Worst case scenario, this is a Golgari Grave Troll situation, and we and we reban it, right? Like, they're doing it on Arena. They can do that with old cards. And I would love to see what Modern looks like with Birthing Pod now. I think it would take that long to figure out what the best deck for that deck is anyways. I think it would be a blast. I think it would be too slow for a lot of decks anyways. There's a lot of better ways to fight it, from literal counterspell to Kulligan's Command to assassin's trophy like the other thing with the with, with birthing pod when it was the most powerful the most played removal spells were pad the exile uh, abrupt decay lightning bolt like none of these cards answer a birthing pod right abrupt decay can't yeah. answer a birthing pod the fact they, that they assassin's tro- between
1: between black green and black white they've printed like 7000 like answers vindicate
0: vindicate counterspell assassin's trophy Colligan's command archmage's charm uh like uh, a braid right like we're not even getting to like the second tier red removal artifacts that are insane cards in a historic yeah I, I, I think like there's enough there's way more answers to this deck and the deck is slower than other decks are I think birthing probably be dope to come out I'm, I'm willing to admit might be a little too powerful and I might be biased on that but I'm also willing to say let's do a trial period let everyone know I think- ahead of time this is being, being unbanned on a watch list six months from now this could be unbanned but this could be banned I think again
1: Invest I think your wisely. point is, is, is sound. I like, I like your point there. Uh, I look at the next card on the list here. It's Blazing Shoals. It's one of the OGs of the list. Um, this was originally on the list. Banned immediately after
0: the first modern tournament. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, and and it was because you could you could you could uh exile Reaper King or Progenitus. Actually, I'm not even sure if Progenitus was out yet, but you it was. could definitely exile yeah, yeah, Reaper yeah. King. It was for sure. To plus ten an infect creature. Um so this had turn two win implications. Uh I actually, to be completely honest, think this could come off the list. Oh, I'm
0: the opposite. Uh I see why you say that. I agree that it's like pretty medium. I just think that it is bad gameplay.
1: I mean, so so force of negation, you're able to counter when it's not your turn, right? Correct. So you can't do it on your. You,
0: you can't. You can't you cannot, use this to protect it.
1: You, you can't protect it. So what that means is, like, you have, I guess, subtlety. You could exile your additional copy of Reaper King to bounce a blocker or something like that. Um, I'm trying to just, like trying to think of other things. It's unblockable, right? You're,
0: you're playing either the the land that has flying or the unblockable dewdrop drop infect creature.
1: I just think about like the sheer number, right? I think about like. The sheer number of, like, Fatal Push didn't exist. We have Path. Mm-hmm. We have Bolt. We have uh Thoughtseize. We have, like, there are so many different things that make this.
0: I just don't know if, like, a, a deck that if your opponent has a, doesn't have a removal spell on turn two, you win on the draw or on the play is, like, Needed? Yeah, it's glass cannon you're right it's super easier to answer this deck it maybe that's fine i just like don't like it's good enough like i don't know if i need this deck to be legal
1: i would say it, I feel it, feel and you're like fair the, at I a six like a combi- but i don't
0: think it'll ever be unbanned
1: i feel like a combination of cards required in your opening hand to make this a thing that is like insane especially because the deck doesn't do anything other than exactly what we're talking about like it has to be built to do the thing we're talking about uh is not that different from like a gorio's vengeance deck like, it really isn't. It's it's pretty similar to, like, a glass cannon. It's more consistent, uh, though.
0: You just need to draw two cards and you win versus Gories of Vengeance where you have to, like, draw three cards and end a ramp spell that first turn and you have to discard a thing. I guess you have to have three yeah, I mean, cards. Yeah.
1: It's fair. I just think, like, the sheer number of things that answer this that exist that are commonly mm-hmm. played makes me feel like the person who's playing the stack that goes all in on it. If you just get around what they're doing, like they just don't win. Sure. Right. It's so, so, I mean, okay. Again, if we're using the number scale, probably this is closer to an eight than a seven for me. I would say it's probably right around like 8.0 or like 7.8 in terms of risk. Like it's pretty high, but it's definitely not in the 910. Like this is, this is still, I think, actually a conversation we could be having. I'd be okay with this. I'd be, I would be, I would be okay seeing this come off. Right, I'm,
0: I'm going to move away from your number scale. You can keep using it. I'm going to use a letter grade scale. I'm going to say that this is a C. It Stays why, on the band are, list because you're. It's breaking my brain. Like why? Why okay. is a seven a card that you think should be unbanned?
1: <laughs> I can, I can I go. I can I, go with your, I can go here scale. So, so it's an A needs to needs to be unbanned or is an a needs to stay banned?
0: a is a is will be banned forever b is should be banned c is could be banned could be unbanned d is probably will stay banned but i can see it being unbanned f should be unbanned
1: all right i can I, I'll, I'll go with your scary right, so cool. so revising it i will so we can skip that whole conversation uh to me this is this is oh, firmly in. in the this is firmly in the probably probably be but I, if this is a c conversation i'm okay with it yeah. like it's like the most b minus you're leaning, of you're
0: leaning to a c minus it feels like and i'm leaning towards like a c plus
1: i'm like a, no i'm like a c plus b minus okay. right like to me this this is like this is a c i think if you told me this has to be a b i get it i think this is a c okay. though i think it's i think it's it's
0: okay bridge from below um i think that this card is on the unban list unfairly if I'm going to try and predict what Wizards is going to do, they're never going to unban it because it's a Yu-Gi-Oh! card. <laughs> uh, yep. Like, it is never going to be used to do fair things. Does it deserve to be on the ban list? No.
1: It's a B for me. It's just confusing. It's confusing and weird. It doesn't really play in the rules of what Magic is now, and it never really has. And playing with this in Future Sight back in the day, it was still the same way. So I think probably it should stay banned. I don't think it makes Magic better. Cool. Chrome Mox, uh A. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean, look, Simeon Spirit Guide I think could probably come off, but it's debatable, and this is this is worse. So, uh, yeah, I think this is in the A category. It's a mox. It's just it makes all of the good decks faster. There's just no reason for it. This is the most powerful
0: mana, free mana, in the ban list, and there are a ton of free mana, or mana producer, quick mana on the ban list that I think should also still be banned. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, yep. Cloud Post, also an A for me. I just think this like this deck is is... People already have issues with Tron. Imagine if Tron and Amulet had a a, a child that had Superman powers.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess it's fair, right? Because any of the conversations about like hate cards, like Blood Moon, or. Alpine moon or any of the things that like get around uh non basics like
0: how do you stop this card like there was just like no way to stop it there's way more powerful Eldrazi and Ugin and you can get Ugin way quicker like it just is like a much more degenerate version of a deck that was is already good enough right like people are still going to play Tron at Friday night magic Tron has not lost most of its abilities neither has amulet titan and this is just those decks on speed I
1: think it's fair I've never I I I would say it's a B. I I would put it at a B, right? Not an A, but still a B. Oh my God, for each Locust? Yeah, card's stupid. Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) On turn three, you make nine mana. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Dark Depths.
1: Uh, This one is, like, honestly, not as problematic for me as I would have thought at one time. See, because I've played this card a lot in Highlander, and I know how difficult it actually is to assemble. Right. Like if you're if your classic combo you're going for is the thespian stage combo, it takes multiple turns like it does. It actually takes like you have to get the four lands to be able to get this to go off. And all you're doing is creating a big creature that's indestructible and flying, which like any bounce effect, any exile effect, any like you. Sure, if you if you don't have a blocker or a way to deal with it, you lose. But it's not like it's a turn two combo like and it requires land drops to get there. So, like, you could fold this into certain combos. Like, I definitely could see this getting thrown into Amulet Titan just being another another level of, like, insane kill-me. Uh, but, like, that deck doesn't really need this. Like, that deck is already really good. And if it wants to do all of that and, like, spend a bunch of mana and also have to find a way to get its creature, Haste, to win the game, I don't know how much better it makes the deck, honestly. Like, I don't actually think this is that oppressive. It feels pretty... I've played against this combo a lot and when you see it coming it's pretty predictable like it's not that hard to figure out
0: yeah i'm actually fine with it i'd give it a c minus i think it could be unbanned yeah right i think it's yeah, like i think, I think it's like not going to happen because wizards is a little afraid of this card but i think it totally could be unbanned
1: I don't think it quite makes it to D, but I think C minus is correct. Like I think it's actually almost a D it's pretty fair.
0: They'd have to reprint it two more times in supplementary sets to make it. So it wouldn't be a $600 modern card, but (laughs) that that might be my one issue, but yeah, I agree. Um, I'm going to do some, I think we go quickly. I think also what we're going to lead to based on the timing of today's episode, this is going to be a two-parter episode. We're going to finish the first half of the ban list, and the next week we'll do the second half because I think that there's just enough of them. I think this conversation is interesting enough and I don't want to like super skip over stuff, though some stuff will be easy. Next card is uh, Deathrite Shaman. As I said, with Ar- Arkham's Astrolabe, this card, people, people keep bringing it up thinking it's fine. It's not fine. Like this card. This card is 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 banned in Legacy for a reason. That's like a great litmus test for Modern, by the way. Is is it banned in Legacy? <laughs> and the ability yeah. to fix mana perfectly, uh, ramp on turn one, and be a threat late game and a good hate card is bad. Like honestly, Deathray Shaman is the best argument for banning Ragavan. Ragavan.
1: I think Deathrite Shaman is a huge problem, and I think it's honestly even better now than it was then. Um, I just think like the again, like it's been a few years. The number of good cards that have been printed since make this even more problematic because it allows you to play those good cards, and also we continue to look for good graveyard hate, and this card is good graveyard hate while also accelerating you. It's there's a part of me that thinks it's like a great balance tool for modern, but there's a bigger part of me that thinks this card is just not good it just makes makes good decks better and, and it's not necessary yep agreed uh b i think this is an a. closer to an a okay. honestly like I, there's nothing almost there's almost nothing i can think of that is good about this card that makes modern better all right
0: next card dig through time small hot take this would be a d for me when someone asked me on twitter if i had a if i had to unban 10 cards or some ridiculous number this was on my list uh to preface it one um i think this card is bet worse in modern than it is in legacy i think that it got banned at the same time treasure cruise did and both of those cards together were problematic but treasure card treasure cruise is significantly more degenerate while dread return maybe lets for more fun gameplay uh and if i were to pick one of them to unban dread return would be the one and i wouldn't mind seeing it in modern that being said
1: you, you, you don't mean dread return what you mean take your time take your time, time, time take
0: your time take your time take your time sorry just turn what if you had a dread return here this whole time make it dig through time um yeah that's my take this card would be fun as a cool like almost tutor in the format that takes work to make work
1: i don't even think it's that hot of a take honestly i was going to go deeper you said d I'd, I'd give this like an f like this, you is, would this is like dig, dig through time i think dig through time is one of the unbannable cards i think that the format's fast enough now and there's enough graveyard hate that is quick that like if you don't take advantage and your if you don't take advantage of this quickly and your opponent is able to make it so this card doesn't work for you, it costs eight. I mean, and even if you, like, play a couple things that turn, maybe it costs you four mm-hmm. or five, but there's a version of this card that costs four that is legal that no one has ever even thought about playing before. So if you have to pay four for this, it's a waste. That card, that, that card does not see play. This has to cost you two or three to be useful, and there are so many ways to get around this being a thing, not to mention that most of the time... When you play this card, you are playing it and your opponent probably has the ability to react and you're maxing out your mana to be able to cast it. So, like, they can counter it very easily often. A spell pierce will counter this card very often. Like, like,
0: people brought up uh, when I asked the thing that, like, Mystical Sanctuary, that was the last card I did as a TikTok review. And a lot of people like, bring it back. Control's dead. First off, control's not dead. There's like a really good Jeskai list right now. It's playing four counterspell, four uh, Archmage Charm, two, 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 uh, cryptic command it's dope uh but i think dig through time is kind of that tool that maybe they were trying to have mystic sanctuary be and i'd much rather dig through time and like snapcaster mage hang out than mystic sanctuary just being better than snapcaster mage for no reason i'll just
1: play Jotun grunt you know
0: yeah 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 yeah. great card (laughs) uh next card is dread return which we did talk about already i'm i'm on an a i don't think this card should ever be unbanned as much as I would I, love I, this card. Like don't get me wrong. Do you ever turn in commander or in formats it's legal top 10 top favorite card, not 10, but top top
1: top tier. But uh, it's two We talked about it earlier a little bit. I, I actually am a little more medium on the card. I, I feel like it's probably not in a like CD, but like I think this card's probably a solid B. You could you could look at it and consider. I mean, it it's it's very unfair and there's a lot of things it does that are mm. that are busted, but like I'm, if you strip your opponent of one of the elements to make it good. Like if you have any ability to do that, it's a very, very, very just like whatever card you're playing resurrection that if they don't have three creatures, if you're able to stop them, they go through their whole thing and then you like you get rid of their graveyard or you kill one of the creatures, and it's like well but you
0: the okay. creatures they have are naramoebas
1: yeah no I, I, I get it sure for sure like I understand what it's doing like like
0: you don't have priority to be able to s- kill their creatures if they have three in play
1: yeah I suppose it, it, this is not banned in legacy though, right.
0: Uh, it is not abandoned legacy.
1: To me, this is on the edge. I, I, I still say it's a B, but I don't think it's as as a. Uh, it's not an A, like you were suggesting. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I don't think that anything has changed. I think it's just as bad as it was then. I feel like this is an A. This is a solid yeah. A.
0: No, no, no. Pardon me. It's like, oh yeah, Eldrazi. If <laughs> someone said like Eldrazi mimic ban that instead first off i don't like the concept of like unbanning a card and then banning a different card to see like if that one's worse uh that always just seems like really really like never going to happen also yeah i think i
1: just is like degenerate and not a good thing uh next i also think that like when i mean i'll say in 10 seconds but like when you draw this card in the deck you're supposed to draw it in it is an unfun experience for your opponent because it feels like they are playing magic twice as fast as you they didn't have to work for it they just drew the right opening hand that's never a good thing. Right. You don't want that. It's why Mox Opal is banned. So this is... It doesn't require you to have artifacts. It's just a land in your deck. And you don't want that. So...
0: As powerful as things are right now, I they would just lose to Eldrazi Winter. Yeah.
1: Because the agree. decks
0: that are good now still that are playing similar game plans as they were back then are... Are, couldn't beat Eldrazi Winter, right? Like there are still decks that are comparable to that era, Jeskai Control being one of them, and this deck just stomps on their face. <laughs> For sure. Um, all right, here's a big one: Faithless Looting.
1: I'll let you speak first. It's your pet card.
0: <sighs> I think it's a C minus.
1: Wow, you think it's safe? You think it's safe-ish?
0: To unban? Yeah. Like, I would unban it if I was, like, god of the universe. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. I think, like, the episode I rewatched of our Modern Horizons preview reminded me how dominant Faithless Looting decks were going into Modern Horizons, one being printed. Uh, And, like, the era before that. I think that... I love this card. I would love a Faithless Looting just on the front end, or I would love even like a, a two mana Faithless Looting, and then a two mana in your graveyard flashback Faithless Looting. Like I think there's cool Faithless Looting things you can do, or like a one mana one Faithless Looting, right? Like draw d- draw a card, discard a card, right? for one mana and yeah. then like a flashback for two on the back end, I think would be cool. Hoping, on, um, you know, we're going back to, uh, Innistrad soon. Flashbacks <laughs> coming back, but I, yeah, I think it just should stay banned and I'm sad about it.
1: Yeah. I think you're being a little generous. I think probably this is like a B. I think a lot of the stuff that made this card good has gotten better since I think stuff like Murktide Regent has made this better. The new, that new, uh, quadruple blue lich thing. Uh, I can't think what it is right now. Yep. I think cards like that are the cards that are just like yeah you did, we didn't we're not we, we don't have like a lack of tools to make this better. we just like have a we just have a wealth of them, so like I don't think that the card's going to be worse than it was fine I'm unhappy about it.
0: I want that on the record
1: I love that card I mean I think that card is such a fun card but I right? get like, it field of the dead <laughs> I think this this is an a I think this is as unfun of a card as I can think of. I think it's a b, but i it's still like a
0: it's like, I think B means I don't ever see this card being unbanned. <laughs> like
1: uh, Why not A? I mean, it's like, it's a literal, it's it's like, uh, Urza's, I it's, don't
0: think, it's like I, Urza's Saga like it, in some ways, except... I think, like, it was banned in a... Well, I, th- I think Urza's Saga is not bannable yet. So uh, I, I think it's, I think, because it's easier to deal with, to be honest. There's a bunch of enchantment hate that people are starting to run, which I think is cool. But uh, I think, like, Faith... I think this card is unfun I think it's bad gameplay I think it like creates grindy board states that aren't good and it benefits decks that already don't need benefiting but I don't think it's like oh this broke magic like I don't think I don't think I don't think it broke magic in half I think it was unfun and for a long time was just making decks that didn't need help so much better that like it needed to get be get rid of but I don't think it's like I don't think it's 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 Urza Saga or Cloud Post or Chrome Mox or like it's not a card that like I could never. Yeah, I don't think it'll ever be unbanned, but I, I don't think it's as bad as some of those.
1: Fair. Yeah, like, I, like I think it's AMBs I think these are never being unbanned,
0: right? Like those both of those positions right. to me are staying there. I, I think that's like a sub tier of the two different types of banned cards. They're either like this should never be legal and modern and this is over the line and should never be unbanned, but, like, isn't here. Yeah, I don't know.
1: The nines and tens, I get you. Yeah, I mean, or at least as I was as I was referring to them before. So I, I can give you that to you. All
0: right, next card, which is going to be an interesting on Gitaxium Probe.
1: You know, I've thought about this one a lot. I, uh, I come across this card all the time when I'm building decks, and I will have that thought a lot of, like, what if this was legal, right? And the thing I always come back to is... It's just doing it's just doing all of the things that the decks that want to do this want a card to be able to do which makes me feel like it's it's like warping the fabric just a little bit of all of the cost balance that goes on with card design like i shouldn't be able to pay to life know your hand get a card and get a trigger for one of the like instant sorcery or non-creature spell triggers it's not necessary the decks that are made better by this are already good like they're all very good all the cards that would want this card to be in their deck are already exceptionally good we just talked about faithless looting in context of like Tide regent all the cards like that all this is is the better version it just doesn't cost anything like it it's i guess your life does matter but does it all Sometimes
0: this, it's a resource to get rid of it
1: <laughs> i think this just speeds up decks that are already very good And i don't think it's necessary i don't think it makes magic better i think it makes those decks more powerful and less fun people playing against them.
0: This card is banned in legacy and it is restricted in vintage.
1: Yeah, I think if this is an A for me, it's like right up at the top. Yep. I don't think it's at the
0: top of A, but I think it's an A. Uh, I think it's a secret A, though. Like, I think it's like uh, underratedly. Oh, I'm in vintage ban list now. Glimpse of nature. We kind of talked about that already. Um, I think this is a. Probably a, a C plus. I think the issue is more from a tournament perspective. and I think it just makes elves too explosive and swingy. Um, I think this one could be unbanned. That's why I'm putting uh, I would put a strong C. I think like wizards could think about unbanning it. I don't think it's going to happen. The advantage you get off of it is just like a little too strong and broken, but it is um, like the decks that it makes better aren't good which is why I think it's not a B or an A, and they've never been dominant. But I do think it's bad for tournament play because it does make turns last a lot longer because you have those long chains. And if you have an interactive ability, uh, as I mentioned, problematic. But I, I think it's like, otherwise, it's just fine.
1: What exists in Elves and Legacy other than Gaius Cradle that we don't have? Is that the only card really that is that, like uh, that's the only like, really big card? Wirewood out. Okay, so that's the one card, right? Like that's the one thing that And Guy's um, Cradle, right? That's a big
0: deal. And, and but, there, but there's huge. there's there's uh Shrine of Nyx and there's the new three mana elf creature that does Guy's Cradle yep. for three mana, right? Like there's there's
1: comparable effects. I think Glimpse is a b for me. I think glimpse is probably unfair. I don't think it's the top of the list.
0: I think the fact that Quarian Ranger was just printed into the format is a good sign that Glimpse of Nature is never going to be unbanned.
1: That was the card that I was going for with Corian Ranger. I was trying to remember the name of it. Um, I think it's fair. The next card on the list here is Golgari Grave Troll. Uh, one of the only cards in modern... Well, I, actually, the only card in modern to be unbanned, banned, and then rebanned. It is holds a very special place in our hearts. Um, you're the dredge expert. What do you think? Where, where, where do you think this stands no. now?
0: I don't think what the reason this card is problematic can be out yeah no not going to be unbanned i think this is an a I, especially because they had a, un they had to reban it right like if they like there's just too many easy ways to make dredge work i, I just don't yep. i don't see it happening
1: fair uh great <laughs> nice. furnace we already had a we had a whole conversation already about the artifact lands next card on the list is green sun zenith to me this is I actually can't even believe this is still banned. This is like an F. I, I, oh, I feel like Green Zenith is just like I should be legal. Disagree. Because of our because of Dryad Arbor?
0: No. Well, yes. Okay, so that, that let's let's start there. The reason Green Sun Zenith is banned is because of its combo with Dryad Arbor. It has the exact same effect that we mentioned with Arkham Master Labor. It's a one mana ramp spell that is late game dope. Right? Like that's that's a and it color fixes things. not it doesn't color fix. That's one thing it doesn't do.
1: With two hierarchs now though, it'll you almost everything.
0: Well, well, but like for two mana, right? That's a two mana color fixing spell. That's not that broken. One mana ramp, which is honestly above the line and then leads into being whatever card you want late game is a reason it's problematic. The fact that uh, Finale of Devastation is a four of in a top tier modern deck and maybe in multiples, if I remember correctly, and the fact that uh, not Collected Company, the other one, Court of, Court of Calling is a has been a modern staple since the beginning of the four or since Green Sun Zenith is banned and has seen heavy play since then uh, does not lead me to believe that the two worst versions of Green Sun Zenith are uh, make Green Sun Zenith unbannable.
1: Maybe I'm off on this one. I just no, to know you, just... you
0: and the rest of the Internet agree. I think it is closer to a C. I do think it's power level is closer to being unbannable, but I think just like. Those two cards have never been bad. I've never been sad to have quarter calling. And like, this is just better.
1: <laughs> well, it's not, it's not instant and it's green only and like doesn't have convoke. Uh, I, I think there are some weaknesses to this card. I think it's. Imagine I think primeval time bit...
0: decks being able to just guarantee of have four primeval times in their deck. They
1: already have that. So I guess there's
0: a question is this better than the pact? Kind of.
1: Uh, I mean it packed on the the way that deck works, you often play it and then like either win but the or pack, like, have so much mana you don't care. But the pack
0: can only be a titan. It can't be transmuted for, right? But this can be a arbor uh, a boreal grazer, it can be on turn 2, a steve on turn 3, it's a ZUSA. for 3 mana, it's a on turn 5, you know, like that well, deck is Green.
1: Wh- Remember, it's, you're, you're saying it turned faster. It's a turn slower because you yeah, need I, I, I you I mean meant for that much
0: mana. So on turn two, arboreal wow. grazer. Turn three, well, and then from that point on, turn two, on turn two, it's an arboreal grazer. On turn three, it's a four drop. On turn five, it's a primeval titan. And really, on turn I mean, four, think, it's a primeval I think, titan.
1: I think, I think your point is fair, which is that this card. Makes an already good deck accelerated to a point that it is not fun at all. And that deck's already really not fun to play against. So you think yeah, Urza Saga is bad. bad. <laughs> That's fair. Um, all right. um, next is Hogak Arisen Acropolis. I don't think anything's changed since this card was printed. I think it takes advantage of Delve, which is already a busted ability plus Convoke. Like, I don't think there's any argument. This to me feels still like an A. Yeah. Actually, the next card on the list, Hypergenesis, is the same. Like, like, like like uh it's gonna... cascade decks are already bananas, like they're already really good right now. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. And hi- um so the interesting thing about
0: hypergenesis is I don't know if it's better than some of the decks that are currently doing cascade things, but I also think that like we don't need more. Maybe it's better. Yeah. Is this better than the red one? Because this needs it to be in your hand, where the red one lets it just be the top f- X cards of your library.
1: I think this card's better. I mean, just you just pack your hand, you pack your whole deck full of monsters, you know, this card and then some cascade cards and like the things that you can put into play are like I, uh, I just think I, don't, I, I just think it's is it that much better than the I mean, I think it is better than the red right one, but I don't think it's
0: that much better. I think it's good that this is banned um, and I don't think they're unbanning hypergenesis. I think that would be silly.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I haven't played against it that much Highlander some, but it was never legal in modern. I don't know. I, to me, it's probably pretty close. There's only two cards left on the list, one of which you mentioned already, which was, well, on the first half, we're going to do the second half next week. Mental Misstep, you mentioned already, is a horrible card. <laughs> that card is so unfun, and none of us want that in the format. Yeah, let, let, I do want to talk about Mental Misstep.
0: This is what happens when Mental Misstep is in the format. It makes the format a, a format where everyone starts with a five-card hand. If not less, I
1: guess it's just you go, I go, you go, I go.
0: Because because someone casts a spell, costs one mana. One mana spells are still too strong to not cast them. And then the next person has mental missed up. And then the next person probably has a counter spell for mental missed up. And then maybe the person has a mental missed up on that mental missed up, and it's free. And everything happens on turn zero, and it makes a weird stack interaction happen at the beginning of every game. And it is every game because every deck plays these, and it makes the format miserable. I know Ra- Ra- Ragavan is like around and I know Dragon Rage Channeler is around and that one drops are good right now, but this card is bad for magic (laughs) and should have never been printed.
1: Yeah, I mean it's awful. You don't you don't want your you don't want the decks that don't want to have to play this game to have to play this game. It makes those decks worse. They have to make slots for this. It's a necessity thing. If they don't make slots for it, it's very similar to what companion decks were doing before companion rules were changed, where you if you weren't playing a companion, you were just dumb, like everybody else was doing it, so you had to do it. Uh, that is very similar to what the mental mystic game ends up being, and it's because the the rate is pushed. It's pushed to be able to pay two life for this effect and to be able to do it in any color so i'm with you 100 um i think this is i think this
0: is my only s tier
1: oh like guaranteed no chance like
0: like if they were to create no ban list modern i think this should still be banned kind of how like fetchlands were banned at the beginning of pioneer i think mental misstep is that card
1: <laughs> that is what is it, like that and chrome mocks are like the two <laughs>
0: Maybe Cromax, maybe Top, because of the like, maybe Tybalt trickery. Like, there's a few of these that like the rules don't work with them in the format. Sure. Or like Top breaks tournaments, so maybe that doesn't work. But uh, yeah, mental miss. Th- it might be my only one. Like, but those all might just be As. I, I think mental misstep should be uh, stricken from the record. <laughs>
1: That's- Fair. Yeah, well, so the only card we have left on the list to really talk about tonight, before we get out of here, is Krark Clan Ironworks,
0: yeah.
1: and this was this was banned in our time, like when we were talking about modern a lot. Um, it obviously one of these big engine types of decks that uh, I I never got the feeling when this card got banned that this was like on that top level of uh, of banned cards. Mm-hmm. It was a stagnant point in the format where I didn't make a change. It was creating a consistency that I think the powers that be and players playing Mon didn't like. But I mean, if I was going to give a, a, a grading to this card, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't put it in the D territory because I think it's still too dangerous. B feels a little aggressive. To me, this probably feels like a C. It's like a C plus. I agree. I think like it was supposed to come off. There's so many things that deal with this. I mean, it costing four is interesting, right? It gets around decay. But I do think probably that this card is... It's necessary to be banned. C, C is C is the range for me on this.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think I think it's like second Sunrise-y. I think it might be in the B category just because it was recent. I think C is probably correct. I think a lot of people want this card to be unbanned. I think as far as the power level goes, this deck was just it was was very powerful. It was the best deck in the format. I think it's possible that they got a little early, and it was going to become more and more degenerate as time goes on. Um, I think that. Of the cards we've talked about tonight, it's the hardest for me to hit. Partially because I've played against this deck the least. It like came out during a time I was traveling a lot or the deck became very popular at that moment. It was like kind of what put a pause on my TikTok series. Eventually I did it. At that point, I kind of said the rules complication was very difficult. That made it something that was kind of a judge headache. And then on top of that, It did have that eggs problem where turns would last really a long time. And so it could cause tournament problems and it was becoming the best deck in the format. And when you have a deck that causes problems in tournaments become the best deck in the format, that's when the largest portion of people that don't actually know how to do what they're doing in it, which then causes tournaments to go to time more. That's like what happened with eggs, right? Like eggs was fine when it was like one or two people, a tournament were playing it. But the moment it won a pro tour and then the next two GPs like, There was a 10% of the field was playing it made the the tournaments untenable untenable. and that's that this had a similar issue happening to it on top of it being a pretty unfun strategy to be at the top with Mox Opal gone I think it could be unbanned like from a power level perspective I just don't know if that other feature is something that Wizards is looking to let back into the format. And Fair. that is the first half of all the cards we're going to talk about today. That doesn't mean next week we're going to have a part two. We're going to be talking about the rest of the ban list. And we're also going to do a big breakdown on should – like like the. I want to do a whole conversation. We're going to prep it on trial periods for ban lists and what are the positives okay. and negatives. And uh, beyond that, uh, make sure everyone uh, – follow both of us on TikTok. I'm at Kess Wiley on TikTok
1: you guys can find me at Ben Bateman Media, TikTok anywhere else. I have just started posting, and, and perhaps you will uh, see one of my videos when you uh, you check in. But Cass is killing it; he's 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 crushing it. His stuff's awesome. Yeah,
0: I'm having a fun time. I almost have ten. Hopefully, by next Monday, when this comes out, hopefully, I have ten thousand followers. That's that's the goal. Um, and then make sure to check out uh, Ben's doing a concert. He, he's going to go on tour.
1: I am going on tour. I have my first music video came out. It's over on YouTube.com slash Ben Bateman. If you guys give it a listen, I would really appreciate it. And uh, if you go to Ben Bateman, 2021 tour.com, you guys can check it out. I have 12 shows nationwide, starting at the end of October, going to the beginning of December, five weeks on the road. It's going to be awesome. I'm all over the U S and I hope to see you there. So thanks for uh, checking that out. And, as always, thanks for watching what we do here, and a big thank you to our patrons at Patreon.com/slash/TheMMCast. You guys rock! Pinkies up to the nobles of House Modern, and, uh, and otherwise, yeah, we'll see you for part two of the series next week. For sure. Thanks, everybody. Bye, guys. This has been a production of
0: Time Traveler Media, sending podcasts into the
1: future.